like everyone looks the same. It's very weird to see you guys in person and have just watched the show. I'm like, how? Everyone looks the same. Except I will say, the only person I think looks better is Peter Gallagher. Oh Oh my God. He's got like the He's definitely got that silver fox. Oh yeah. Totally. Fun glass of wine, that Gallagher. Well, when you get up into the, well, when you have to start using a magnifying mirror, you start seeing the differences of plus. <laughs> Thank you very much. We are just chit-chatting along with one of our favorite ladies here. So welcome to the OC, bitches. Welcome to the OC, bitches. Bitches! <laughs> uh, we are doing season three, episode four, The Last Waltz. And you know what? Today, we are joined by the lovely and talented Kayla Ewell. Hi, you, guys. You say Ewell, right? It is Ewell. Yes, I, thank I, I you. I tried to, somebody said Ye- Ewell, and I was like, no, no, no. It's the worst last name. It's okay. <laughs> it follows me everywhere I go. I'm so used to it. Um, but I have to say, I'm so glad you guys used Welcome to the OC, bitches. That's yes. very specific. It's a specific <laughs> choice. It could have been Welcome to the OC. But you're like, no, we're going to add that bitches in there. Yeah, we I did. love it. We committed. Yes, <laughs> the play on the original. Right. So Kayla, she played Casey. She was that first nice, not so nice girl to Marissa at Newport Union for, she was on for three eps. And you know what? I love finding out that you're a California native. I kept thinking like I was the only one from Orange County, but anyway, but you were born <laughs> in Long Beach. You started performing at a very early age. And I loved reading this. You began touring in a national Broadway company children's chorus for the production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat by the time you were in fourth grade. You guys know everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's nothing I can hide. Okay, cool. She went on to memorable roles on Freaks and Geeks, Bold and the Beautiful and Entourage, and of course, The Vampire Diaries. Yay, hi, Mom. Vicki Donovan. Hi, honey. How are you in hell? Only in television world is this my mother. Like, for real, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She ha- also has a very popular podcast called Directionally Challenged with my other favorite girl from TVD, Candace King, a podcast about realigning your internal compass. Thank you for joining us in the pool house. Oh, this is such a cool pool house. I feel like we're going to go swimming. We can get a tan afterwards. I love it. And you guys came on our podcast. So thank yes, you so much. And it's did. so fun to be here today. I can't wait. So you guys are still doing it, right? We are. Yeah. I, I feel like podcasts are really fun. We started ours. It's now year six. Yeah, you wow. guys were before the the before boom. everyone sort of had one, only because it was bef- well before COVID, and we were kind of just feeling a little lost in our lives, honestly, for real. And then we thought, well, if we feel this way, I'll bet other people feel like that. Maybe we should start a podcast and see if we can kind of figure things out. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert we're still lost. <laughs> totally lost, but it's okay. We're still trying. Um, so we're in year six and it's fun. We have friends on, we have um, experts on and just sort of, you know, learn as much as we can about life. But the best part is we don't have to have it all together. You know, right, I feel like right. nowadays with social media and all of that, everyone's sort of puts this mask on where they do have everything together. And it's really nice to have the permission to just be real and honest. I, love I think that. it's one of the most rewarding things. And thanks to Rachel for calling me up and asking me to do this podcast. Number one, <laughs> to to actually connect with people that mm-hmm. we, you wouldn't normally have conversations with. But like you said, to learn in your podcast, you interview experts from all kinds of different fields, whether it's entertainment, psychology, science, just anything. And like the the sky's the limit, right? Yes. So we just did uh, one of our newest episodes that's out is about the power of silence. And Mm. these two um, incredible individuals came together. They teach this. um, They taught these techniques to everyone at NASA. They taught them to everyone at Harvard. And now they're teaching them to us. And I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? (laughs) I mean, we'll do our best. We are nowhere near qualified. But it's about the power of silence in a world of noise and trying to quiet your mind and just simple things that you can do. And it seems so trivial, but little things make such a difference. And so I find myself finding little tidbits every time we do an episode and trying to implement them. You know, right. it's a lot though. So sometimes it works and other times I'm like, nope, that's not going to work. Scrap that. So. You know what? That that just goes along with every week for some reason, I kind of gravitate towards one little mantra or something mm. that pops up, whether it's on social media or TikTok, <laughs> wherever you get it. But one of the things was a neurologist that I that I tend to follow or, or have seen some of his work, he said, you know, it's been proven that our thoughts can make us sick. Mm-hmm. Thoughts that cause stress th- and stress can cause sickness. Then it then it goes without saying that our thoughts can make us well as well. So silence and turning off that internal thought that's negative is a big deal. Yeah. So I'm going to listen to that yeah. one. Well, yeah, well, I typically go 
turn towards silence in the car. But this morning, I turned towards welcome to the OC bitches <laughs> and listen to you guys. And it's a great way to start your morning, I do have to say. Aww. Lots of energy, so much fun. Well, if you're listening to Michael Cassidy, you cannot do anything but the, smile yeah. ear to ear. There's nothing but energy with that one. <laughs> Such a good episode, you guys. It was so fun. Aww, well, thanks. and Rachel just launched a podcast this week doing essentially what you love to talk about as well. Well, uh, well we put it that way. Let's just say, yeah, it's called Broad Ideas and it's more of a transparent, open dialogue for women or anyone, uh, we talk about things that are usually taboo and just giving a safe space to speak freely and openly about everything. Um, That's which is amazing. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you. Thank you for that because it's true. Like, there are a lot of topics that we don't feel like we can talk about as yeah. women. So to have a space to do that, to listen, to be a part of a community like that is really special. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm excited for you. Cool. Oh, thanks. Guess right. what I'm listening to on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Uh, best friend of t- like 20 plus, no, sorry, 30 years <laughs> and I are doing it. So, you know, just girl talk. But um, I love your podcast and I love the whole silence thing. You know, just reminds me of like Eckhart Tolle. Do you know Eckhart? Yeah, of course. Like, you know, it's just his whole mentality is kind of what I like to abide by. But anyway, that's like a whole other tangent. It has nothing to do with the OC. I know. But we'll have to talk more about this at but, another time. But we do have to acknowledge, <laughs> congrats on your second oh, child. You. Yes. Or about to. Are about we using any of this video? Can people see or no? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's oh, on okay. YouTube. Oh, you are. Oh, hey, YouTube. How's it going? <laughs> um, okay, so for those that are actually watching, you can totally see the belly. For those who are listening, <laughs> I'm about seven and a half months pregnant and I am like ready to get this baby out. I am excited. We're a few weeks away. Let's do this. It's round two, so I feel like I know what to expect. Round one, I was like, oh, you know, with with my first daughter, I was like, oh, well, this will be easy. This will be great. We got this. Now I'm like, oh, I know what we're in for. Right. We are not going to sleep <laughs> and it's all good. Were you, I mean, with the first baby, I just remember feeling like so, like it's so precious. She's a little eggshell yeah. that could break and those nurses are yep. flinging her around and <laughs> yeah, everything. Totally. So now- <laughs> and when we left the hospital, I was like, wait, who... Who's going to take care of... Oh, oh, it's me. Yeah. Oh, I have to make these decisions? Okay. Yeah. Now you realize how kids are... They just bounce back. Yeah, totally. They're, they're, me- they're meant to bounce. Yeah, they are. That's why their head's so soft. <laughs> like, just yeah, dribble totally. Them. I remember our pediatrician <laughs> who came to the hospital when my daughter was born was like, nope, don't have to be safe. Just like flinging them around just like you're saying the nurse did. And... That first drive home, I'll never forget, like, putting her in the car seat, like, oh, my God, is this going to squish her? Is she okay? It it was so nerve-wracking. And the first time mother thing, the fear is so real. And I hear Mm -hmm. from so many of my friends and from you, like, the second time around is so different and a piece of cake, so... Well, I have yet to experience it, but I, my feeling <laughs> right now is, you know, when we get into the car, I won't be like, should we take the freeway or should we take side streets? Now <laughs> right. I'll be like, we're fine on the freeway. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But I'll keep you posted. Yeah, There's nothing worse posted. than having it, an infant in the car driving from Orange County to LA and <sighs> pouring down rain <gasps> with like wet knuckle. White knuckles. And, oh. You know, for anyone who doesn't live in LA, the traffic here is real. The driving, the drivers Ugh. are crazy. You have to be a defensive driver. You have to be careful sure. and make sure that no one's going to freaking ram their car into you. Because guess what? Like, I almost got in an accident on the way here. Someone was blocking the um, the intersection. And oh I was like, God. what are you doing? Like, you know, you but that's, a, assume, that's a day in the life. Here. Yeah, you have to assume people aren't looking at you. Yeah, they're yeah. on their phones. Yeah. Just they're, Everyone's on their phone all the time. Everyone's. <laughs> no, it's gotten so bad. And the traffic's gotten so bad. And Mindy used to talk, you know, traffic 18 years ago when she was driving to the OC. <laughs> and it's gotten even worse. So imagine if you had to do it now. <laughs> well, imagine. So we were driving. Do you remember? I mean, we were driving. People still to the, to this day talk about the drive to Manhattan Beach, how awful it was. I lived in Manhattan Beach <gasps> when we no did it. We were shooting the OC, you guys. No of course you did because way. you were close to home. I was close to home. I went to Loyola Marymount University and <gasps> oh. lived in Manhattan Beach. And um, I remember my first call from wardrobe was like, hey, you know, get here as soon as you can. And I, I didn't realize they assumed I probably lived up in West Hollywood. So right. I was like, oh yeah, no problem. I'll see you soon. 15 and minutes. I was there in like 10 <laughs> minutes. And they're like, what What are you doing here? I'm like, you said get here as fast as you can. I live like a few blocks away. <laughs> and so um, I, I felt lucky to actually be able to shoot so close to home. Yeah. Right. And it takes the pressure off because a show like The O.C., 
in its heyday. I joined <laughs> season three, which it, you guys were everywhere at that point. <laughs> it was like you couldn't turn on the radio without he- hearing Phantom Planet. You couldn't like open a magazine without seeing your guys' beautiful faces. You were everywhere. So to join a show in its prime was so nerve-wracking. I think really? I was 19 at the time. It wow. was one of my first jobs where I was a fan of the show that I joined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it was the coolest experience, but also the most nerve-wracking. So to be able to be in Manhattan Beach, also playing a story and a character that was similar to who I am. You're right, I am from Orange County. And so it was, you know, in the wheelhouse of stuff I had experienced before. Um, And so that made the entire experience more enjoyable and not as uh, intimidating because it is intimidating. So you were born in, you're from Long Beach, but but then you went to Orange County school. Yes, so we were interdistrict transfers. I went to school in Seal Beach. And um, (laughs) for anyone who knows Orange County, Seal Beach is sort of, the least fanciest version of Orange County. Dana Point used to be like Seal Beach. Yeah. And now it's, yeah. Yeah. But there's shows like the OC that have made everything all fancy down there. Right. So there's a version of the OC that is actually just like kind of beach bum people. um, Which I feel like is sort of what we played going to Newport. Uh, What's the school? Newport Newport Union. Union. Yes. Newport Union. Well, and you know, yes, that's true. Well, we will get into that. But it's like, I went to, you know, in this episode, she's going to Newport Union. But of course, I have to look it up. And it's like, it's called Newport Harbor, which is the public school. And it's, if you look at a satellite, it's, you can see the ocean. It's up on a hill. It's, it's like a beautiful. nice school. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Miracosta. It's Miracosta Mir- High School, which we shot at, right? Oh, no, Before I'm Newport thinking, Union. no, but Miracosta is where we shot at in, in Manhattan Beach. But the school actually in Newport Beach that this is supposed to be oh, after. Yeah. If oh, you were to go it. to public school in... Newport, it's nice. It's really nice. <laughs> sure, it's nice. But but everything is a perception, you know. Right. It's like like when we when we get into the episode and Marissa's there for her first day, and you and the um, Ryan, Seth, and Summer are dropping her off. I kept thinking, I'm like, what is so bad about the public school? Except we have to think about it in terms of these kids who pro- who have been in private school since kindergarten probably, and they only can think of it in terms of how different it is from their school, Mm -hmm. which is this fancy private school. And they probably have maybe 18 kids per class, and now they're going into 35, 40 kids per class kind of thing. And of course, just that they're missing their friend. But it's, uh, yeah, I was like, at first I was like, what's the big deal? But it's just because of their perception. It is a big deal. But I think, you know, it just brings me to like, contemporary, this day and age. You know, growing up, I went to public school all, well, up until high school. And then I went to, you know, same one that CG goes to, Mindy. But my daughter, she's in private school right now because I don't have a public school near my house. Actually, I don't even have one. Um, and the ones that I do just aren't, you know, maybe rated the best or whatever it may be. Right. And I just think it sucks because I grew up in public school and loved it. And I just wish- Same. I know. loved going to public school. It was yeah. so fun. And it was such a great experience. I had so many great friends that I still have today. Me too. Um, because growing up here, they're they're still close. And um, I yeah, I think it was a great experience. But it's we also love the drama. You want the <laughs> difference between right. the private school and the public school. Right. And you really saw that in this episode between the two dances. <laughs> oh my, oh my I dying. gosh. I didn't realize the difference. I mean, you brought in sand, right? <laughs> Control for, for your dance. I mean, that sound, sounded amazing. And we had like a few green streamers <laughs> and a punch bowl. I got to say though that it was hysterical when, when, when John, or yeah, Johnny says, you know, we have a dance and Marissa's like, what's the theme? You know, yeah. under winter wonderland, under the sea. And he's like, Jim. It's gym thing, which, by the way, is exactly the way my public high school dance was. It was in the, well, they had a big, it's called a mall. It wasn't necessarily oh. in the gym, but it was exactly what a, a public high school dance looked like. There right. was never a theme. The, the theme was dance. The theme was <laughs> right. you're welcome. Right. You get to go to a dance with a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember getting the role of Casey? And do you remember what that was like? Or Oh my God, of course. Yes. Yeah. So like I said, I was a huge fan of the show, obviously. And so I, I, this sounds so dramatic, but I remember when the sides came in and <laughs> this was back in the day, obviously when you, we didn't get sides on our phone. We couldn't print them out from home. It was like you, I think it, maybe they were faxed in. Oh my God, I'm dating us, you guys. We're old. We're so old. Um, and so I remember getting the, the sides and reading and being like, wow, this is, this is 
the OC. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> I get to audition for this show. I'm being so excited for it. Um, I think originally I had auditioned for the role of Taylor. I oh, felt that excitement of like, oh, wow, no look way. at the character names and all of that. And, um, and then Casey came in. And then it was just so easy because I think I'd been in for the casting director several times. And then there were just a few of us at the callback. And I remember it was a Friday and I left and was still in college at the time. And then went back to my apartment with a bunch of my roommates who were also in college. And we were planning like what we were going to do that night because, you know, obviously Friday night plans are the most important thing to teenagers. <laughs> and um, I didn't even, the calls were coming in that I booked the role and didn't even, I had kind of forgotten about it because <gasps> I don't I don't know. And then all of a sudden it came in and I was like, no way. And so all my roommates were huge fans. <laughs> uh, everyone at school knew it was so cool. So I went from being, you know, just another new girl at a freshman in college to being like, oh, this girl's on the OC. So <laughs> huge props. Thanks, guys, oh, for making gosh, me cool. Do you, remember awesome. your, do you remember your first day? I do. I remember my first day because it was like, everyone is so tan on this show. If all I, did you guys get spray tans? Or I, I did in the beginning and okay. it started messing with me and making me smell funny. <laughs> so I stopped. They, and this was back in the day when like spray tans were still new-ish. They were gross. They were sticky. Yeah, yeah. They were smelly. Oh, yeah. They were weird. Um, but I remember, I don't think I got an actual spray tan, but they just kept putting so much makeup on my skin to make me tan. Oh, really? And I mean, it looks great on camera. Now I'm like, maybe I should go get a spray tan <laughs> because everyone, everyone looks so good. But um, I remember having hair and makeup and feeling so good and confident and being so excited. And Muir Coasted, the high school we shot at, was the high school my brother went to. Oh, my god! So that was really fun. And there were so many parallels. And then I got lucky because I joined the show at the same time as Ryan Donahue and Johnny Lewis, right. who played Johnny and Chili. Chili. Right. And so I felt like I had this kind of set of friends who were new as well. Mm -hmm. It's like joining, um, you know, on the first day of school and joining with people who are also new. So it wasn't It makes it more relaxed. Oh my gosh. It was so easy. They were so fun. Their personalities were so fun and easy that I felt like the three of us kind of were in it together, which made the experience awesome. And you guys were all so nice because obviously you join a show thinking like, oh, I hope everyone's nice and being a fan of the show as well. And so um, to have have you guys just be so welcoming was the cherry on top for sure. Oh my gosh, Aww, I love that. Yeah. That's I so mean, cool. I don't I re- I'm trying to remember. I remember that we got to there were a few sh- beach scenes where I got to cross like for I right, mean, you we guys got, are in the makeup chair. Even though none of us were in the same scenes right. per se at the same time, we're the makeup room. Everyone's sort of like in and out of the trailer at the same time and everyone's eating lunch together. And yeah. so I definitely had a few um, experiences with you guys where it was like, hey, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> and I remember leaving being like, oh, good. They're so nice. This is so Aww. cool. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. <laughs> Which is fun. Yeah. yeah. You, you never know. Yeah, well, you, you yeah. never know. <laughs> everyone never has know. a bad day, right? You can catch everyone <laughs> on a bad day for sure. Well, it's good. No, that it was such it was a positive so experience. For you and yeah, you know, absolutely. and it was so fun that whole storyline. Like, I actually love seeing Misha at public school, and we're inter- we're meeting all these new characters, and it's just created this new storyline that I'm excited to see play out. Yeah, it was a cool, it was a fun storyline for sure. I mean, I only did three episodes with you guys. I felt so sad. They made Casey sleep with Volchek. I know. I mean, let's be clear here. Yeah. Let's be clear here. I'm not sad about the fact that I got to sleep with the character (laughs) of Volchek, but I was sad that it meant I left the show. (laughs) For some reason, I had it in my head and that so you only signed up for the three episode arc. Yeah. And then they wrote, because I was like, I wonder if she was off on some other show because why wouldn't she stuck around? But yeah, it was just I mean, simply- I don't know why they didn't keep Casey around. There were a lot of new characters though. And when you, when you look at it now in hindsight, I think Casey was solely there just so that it was okay for Marissa and Johnny to get together, right? Because yeah. Johnny has to have a girlfriend. Right. In order right. for that for everything to be okay. Otherwise, there's to create the drama. To that create comes up the drama. Yeah. So I think I did my job. And then they're yeah. like, okay. Aww. But you're welcome. I mean, it was a, a great little sign off. Like, <laughs> we're just going to let you have this amazing intimate scene with this hot man. Oh my <laughs> gosh. My hus- Even my husband was like, oh my God, you got to do because he uh, watched the show uh, growing up. And he also <laughs> was like, I don't remember any of it because it's been so long. Right. Which is amazing. This is why you guys have this podcast so we can tell all the stories. Um, I thought Cam was one of the prettier faces oh to show God. up on, on set. You For think? sure. Yeah. Wait, so he he's at Newport Union too? Is that where we're going to meet him? Mm, we meet him. So he's, he's not in surf, this episode. He's surfing. He's right. a surfer. Oh, he's a surfer. Right. Okay, anyway. So I, you know, I'm learning as I go here, as everyone knows. But I will say, 
as we've gotten to season three, I'm seeing things and I'm remembering. Ooh. No way. That's huge. Really? It's huge. Huge. Interesting. Like, yeah, like so Summer's House. Out. Like Summer's House. I'm like, oh, I yeah. totally remember that location. I totally oh, remember have, shooting there. We, <laughs> we have huge memories there, Rachel. We, that's when we got into watching um, uh, Project Runway. We would watch <gasps> it during... During the like upstairs, setups? During, in the upstairs in the gym. <laughs> there was a gym above the garage. Oh, yeah. I remember. We, <gasps> oh, my God. I just remembered. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to sound... I, I shouldn't tell the story because I'll sound like an asshole. I'll no, tell you, you guys, I'm not recording. I, well, <laughs> we I can cut offered, it out. I got offered like a really cool magazine cover while we were in that gym at that location. <laughs> and I passed on it because they wanted me to show my ass. And I was like, I'm not showing my ass. But is like, that the Rolling Stone one? Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> she already told that story. <laughs> I did? Oh, when Josh told me I passed on yeah, something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that. But that's it was where that I was. And, <laughs> and the Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. This is, this is we when could do a whole get... episode on everything you passed on. <laughs> yes. I mean, we when the show like the... was super hot. <laughs> I look like such You know an... that movie Sliding Doors with Idiot. Uh, Yeah, with Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow? Paltrow. It's like, what if you had taken the, the Rolling know, Stone cover? Yeah, what the fuck, man? What an idiot I am. It's okay. No, My well, ass we, is we so talked well about protected. This... <laughs> yes. we, we talked about this right before, um, before we get into this, but I wanted to mention right before we started recording that I got to do the Vampire Diaries. Right. And when I showed up, the whole cast was like, you know, you're Vicky's mom and you'd just been killed off the show. I know. And and I was like, well, where is she? But you were still there. So we got to hang out we, in Atlanta. We got to hang and we had one epic weekend. Weekend. It was at quite a, a party. Cabin in, I don't, it, <laughs> it was, was it, Zach's birthday. It was Zach's birthday. So Zach, <laughs> Zach is, Rorig. Zach Rorig, who played Matt, who was um, my brother, your son. Yeah. But we were like, <laughs> I just remember, Zach is hilarious and sometimes wildly inappropriate and it's why you love him. But he was just like, man, our mom is so hot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she is. You're right. Like, so Zach and so Stephen true. McQueen, they were like, we're going to take you out. And I'm like, okay. So they, there's a very famous old strip club where the this retired strippers go mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they just wanted to see the look on my face when you go, when I get to go see. It's definitely a, a a, everyone understands that when you go to Atlanta, you have to go to this place. This place, yeah. This- Anthony Bourdain went. Did in one of really? his episodes. Wait, what's it called? What's it called? I don't remember the name. We'll find out. But okay. it's where the it's where the elderly strippers. Oh, um, I kick myself. It's kind of yeah. a famous place. It's, it is famous, and you know their tassels are on fire, and they're <laughs> you know maybe maybe seventy, eighty doing the thing, and it's it's a whole thing. But it's great and it's empowering. They love it. Like they, it's it's a, it's definitely a huge yeah. part of Atlanta. Yeah, that is no, so I cool. got to be there that that first season, you know, the first season that is so much fun yeah. and it's a young cast and they are, everyone's just in love with each other and having a blast. <laughs> Not that you guys are always, but, but it was like that kind of young energy and it was like, woo, it was For fun sure. to be part well, you of. remember, I'm sure you guys remember when you're on a show that is on location. skyrocketing, on location was yeah. key because everyone had Atlanta, everyone had moved to Atlanta yeah. Yeah. and you feel that energy. You can yeah. tell and oh, yeah. you know that this is something special and you're a part of it and it's great. You know, my daughter is completely obsessed with Ian. She's like, I can't. So her whole TikTok is all about the <laughs> fact that my mom made out with my celebrity crush. Oh my and God. Go, <laughs> and it just goes on and on and on. And Ian finally commented at one point. And so my daughter was totally embarrassed. And I was <laughs> That's like, amazing. <laughs> That's so cute. I mean, everyone's obsessed with Ian. Ian and, you know, it's like the Ian... Summer holders and the Cam Gigandes and like there's just you know there are a few like extremely beautiful men that exist yeah, in the world for sure. that even in the morning in the makeup trailer yeah. they walk in and you're like no you're not yeah. allowed to look that good <laughs> at like 4 a.m. it's just not allowed and you know of course they're probably hungover and haven't really slept and they just look so good oh but that they look even sexier yes it's yeah. true it's so annoying and they How smell they? a little but you're like it's a good smell <laughs> I'm fine yep. with it uh, I'm familiar with it yep but yep. how yep. but how interesting like Nikki Reed was on here and now he, I mean we're all kind of it's all the small worlds that come together small, and there's so many different small. connections. And it is yeah. really cool. I know. It's yeah. fun. And I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're like right. Paul it's very Wesley incestuous. Was, he was on the OC. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many connections. It's just blows. You guys like, have got to get him on this 
podcast. We need Paul. Yeah, we uh, should have. Well, yes. Yeah, we kind of we that was last year. Did we, we try? Did we try? Episode. I don't know okay. if we reached out to him or not. Did we? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. I know he's still really close friends with Ben. With ben. Um, ben. Yeah. Like, they're like best really friends. Really close. Yeah. 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 I was randomly at a, a friend's wedding and Ben was there and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" It's just such Aww. a weird small world. There you go. Where you see people over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Super incestuous, as we said. <laughs> well, let's talk about this episode a little bit because we could just continue. I mean, yeah, I'm having a great time. Oh, that was great. Yeah, I mean, there's so much going on here. And I think we should start with the whole Newport Union of it all. Because obviously, that's where we meet your character, Casey, obviously. And obviously, I mean, you guys, I'm brain dead. I've been trapped in my house for too long. I can't think straight. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I have a question. Do you want to do... Oh. Oh, the synopsis? Yeah, I'll read the synopsis. But then I have a very important question. And you probably know the answer, Mindy. Okay. Okay. The synopsis is Marissa attends a new high school, Newport Union, and makes new friends with Johnny, Casey, and Chili, all who make Ryan slightly jealous. Julie's mansion gets repossessed, and she is left with absolutely nothing but a broken heart. And Summer and Seth deal with Taylor, who has taken over the homecoming dance, much to Summer's dismay, but Summer uncovers a very damaging secret between Dean Hess and Taylor, directed by Ian Toynton, written by John Stevens. Original air date was September 29th, 2005. Why, does, why is Ryan not going to Newport Union? Okay. So, <laughs> we see that. We, we talked about how they, um, you know, we don't have to go back over that, how she gets dropped off. Yeah. So, when they, so then, you know, Seth, Seth has that wonderful line where it's just like, she's like, I'll be fine. It, I'll be fine. She's, she looks really cute, by the way. But then Seth goes, and then that's the last time mm-hmm. they saw of her right, or something. Right, Which I thought was, but then Ryan goes straight home and says to Sandy, I want to go to right. um, public school, right? Right. And Ryan, and he says, no, 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 you have a home tutor. First of all, he says- tut- Oh, he said that. Tutors, I missed that. Okay. Tutored mm-hmm. St- Stallone's kids, <laughs> oh, which really? I don't know why is that random? Like <laughs> That is random. Did they put that <laughs> in there? Probably a little like ode to his love of the movies. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Whatever. But all I could think was he's keeping him home. They, they're not really expanding on the idea that I think it's a really good idea. At this point, Sandy's not saying, because you get in trouble and you at a public school is just, you're going to get into more fights. You still, you just hit the principal with your fist. I think it's it's smart to keep him home at this point. Right. With all I, the okay. trouble that so he's- I miss that. They're homeschooling him. Yes. Got they're it. homeschooling him and they make it a point of, you know, he needs to really make sure he gets his grades up so right. that he can go to college. So yeah. I think getting him into college is Sandy's main goal. Right. And he thinks the best way to do that is to homeschool him. But it, I feel and so keep him bad up. for Ryan. He's always just sitting at the diner by himself, like <laughs> being stood up by all of his friends. It makes me so sad. He's just he alone. doesn't get a school dance. Like, hey, Sandy, if you're going to homeschool him, then you got to like recreate a school dance or something. Like give him some sort of like high school experience. For you know sure. What? I do have to say though, being, having, learning how to be alone at an early age is a good thing. And that's what my daughter, an only child, they know how to be alone yeah. mm. if they have to. Because, like, yeah, I think that's actually, it, it's sad. But I think also Ryan is being, you know, Marissa is into her new life. She's been through so much trauma. We're not discussing a lot of the, her trauma, Mm-mm. but we're remembering that she did have a lot of trauma. And he's being very patient and cautious. And even though his feelings might be getting hurt every time she's off with her new friends, he's, also still takes responsibility for what's been ha- what's happened to her. Right. And with with his brother who tried to assault her. Right. Know, so and who she so shot. He's okay. It's okay to look it's okay <laughs> to be alone. Shot. I always say that because you know as an actor, we have to go places alone. We yes. have to be on location alone. Oh, yeah. We have to learn how to eat alone. It's really true. <laughs> it's a really good skill. I Everyone enjoy that it. was just in quarantine. Yeah. Now you know what it's like to be an actor on location and not know a lot of people and have to kind of like be in a hotel room by yourself, especially yeah. if the weather's bad and all that. And is it weird female, that I don't like, mind yeah. it? I'm like, room service, movies, like all by myself. I have nobody to like have to answer uh, is to. Is it because you're a mom too? Because yeah. I don't know about you. And like people are like, oh, you're, uh, we're, we're taking a long flight in a, in a week and people are like, oh my God, you have to get on a long flight? I'm like, have to. No, it's the Sitting best. there watching movies, yeah. like it's just a reading a book is a rest. Oh my God. Yes. Uninter- uninterrupted, like binging on an airplane. There's nothing better. Nothing better. Nothing better. Put it's me really on a plane true. any day by myself. Yeah. For so, the- okay. So we're <laughs> yes. saying Ryan's lucky then, right? He's lucky. We're saying Ryan, yeah. We're basically <laughs> saying Ryan's lucky, but he is so, so all this is happening, right? So Newport Union, of course, enter the first bully 
played by Aaron Foster. I know. She first of all, her name is Heather in this, and all I could think of is Heather's mm-hmm. the movie. Right. Yeah, right. That's which I you, think is based. It has to, it, right? Well, because yeah. there's a lot of there references has, here. Yeah, everything for sure. is like a re, for a reason. Because Heather just sounds like. I mean, it just fits. Uh-huh. Heather's mean to me. Mm-hmm. And she played it so well. She was she was intimidating to me watching it. I know. I agree. <laughs> I don't know if that's, I think it's a compliment. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, you were so intimidating, you terrified me. But she's yeah, so good at screen. it. And she looks so cute with her. I like her auburn hair, red hair. Yeah. Look. I she agree. looks so different now. I wonder if it's natural. I don't know what her natural color is. If it's blonde or I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah. Great. I thought it looked great too. She's so mean to her. And then, you know, know. you are nice enough. To her. Nice-ish, right? Ish, so I, yeah. my character's best line is, because she goes, you're the first nice person I've ever met. And I say, well, and I'm not even that nice. Yeah. Which is such <laughs> a good later, line. But then later on, I'm like, I made a note. I'm like, no, she's nice. I know. And actually, I, as I was watching it, I'm like, we're really nice. Like, we're <laughs> really so nice. overly accommodating. We like show up at Summer's house because uh-huh. Marissa's staying there. Right. And we're like, hey, we came to get you for the dance. And we're like, I don't, we're ridiculously nice. We really want to be your friends. And my guess is it's because I just want to borrow her Chanel bag, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> By I don't the way, know. who wears like all Chanel to the first day of public school? Like, well, that's and just- that was such a <gasps> good Marissa. point. Yes, of I mean, course. That- <laughs> so, so, when when they drive up, obviously it's not even you know they're it, everyone's staring automatically, and I'm like, oh, it's the Range Rover. No, yeah. there's Range Rovers. Trust me, and and fancy cars in Newport. When I was in high school, and we went to Newport, you that's where you saw kids, no matter what, driving the Beamers mm. and the Porsches and the fancy cars. It seemed like and, at this school, though, for whatever reason, they were made it seem like it was the you know Range what, Rover. You know what? When we had McGee on, mm-hmm. he was saying that the other high school is called Corona Del. Corona Del Mar mm-hmm. High. Uh-huh. And, or he was trying to imply that one of the schools was lesser than the other. Okay. Guys, I could be wrong because I don't know the high schools, but um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But yes, we were implying that this was a different school. Or I'm sorry, it was a less than school. I don't know. Or that, and now I'm getting my foot stuck in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, people got brand new cars when I was in high school. Yeah, I, I wasn't me one too. of them at all, but I had uh-uh. a Mustang convertible, which was very cool, by the way. I would pop that top down, turn the tunes up, and drive out of the lot feeling very cool. But it was not a Range Rover. But you also had, but there were kids that had the VW Bugs, or yes. you had the, yes, we had, I mean, I drove a 64 Volvo. That was my parents that bought, they bought it in 64. That's cool. <laughs> it was a, like a And a very thing. safe car, by the way. Yeah. Volvos are very safe. I just remember like a kid in my grade getting like a Porsche Boxster for his first car. And I was oh like, my gosh. come on. You know, I got like a two year, I got a used, you know, little Jeep. I was very excited right. for my car. Don't, I mean, I was super excited, but like these kids getting these cars was just insane. Yes. Yeah, but I think it's implied that like they pull up in a brand new Range Rover and it's like, everyone's like, who's that? That must be that new girl. Yep. Well, and, and also I think what, what um, the show does, to quote Adam Brody, he was talking about how we glorify uh, or celebrate affluence. But, and that is true. But now it's, there are, like you, you grew up down there. Mm-hmm. It's, there's every walk of life yeah. in Orange County. Absolutely. And, and even now. LA. Yeah, yeah every, no, it's yeah. so true. For but sure. on this show, what makes it fun too is I felt so bad for your character, Melinda, because she's <laughs> literally going from top to the bottom. But that's also what people like to watch. They like to watch someone who has it all and then loses it all. Right. And I felt so sad for you at the end when you're <laughs> oh, in the motel. I know. Uh, which, by the way, was in Long Beach, close to where I grew up, and it's not <laughs> that bad of a motel. But on this show, it's <laughs> terrible. And Are you like, thinking of the Mermaid Inn where we? The Mermaid Inn, is which in is Long what, Beach. Yeah, it's yeah. In, but it doesn't exist anymore. They, no. they tore it down. Um, but so maybe it was really bad. <laughs> but you're like curled up at the end on that bed, and I feel so bad for you. Yeah. And then you bring out your Louis Vuitton, and I'm like, just sell the Louis Vuitton right. bag, and She's, you won't have to stay in the shitty motel. <laughs> I know, I know. It was like, um, well, and that, and that being said, you know, when Julie shows up in the morning to talk to Marissa, and she's saying, "Can you stay with Summer?" and she's like, "We're getting kicked out." She's like. No, no, we just are, yeah. Okay, we are getting kicked out. And Marissa's like, you know, mom, it'll be fine. You, I'm, But she does say something. She said, knowing you, you've got money saved away. And all I could think was, Julie, being as smart as she wa- is, mm-hmm. we're finding out. She's got this, like, we can tell by her, her look is that she's like, oh, no, she wasn't smart enough to be stashing away money. You would think that Julie would have been putting stuff in a mattress or something. Something. But she... But she hasn't. I mean, she even goes to Sandy and asks for a loan from the Newport group. And he's like, "Uh, no, you go to jail for that. 
And then he offers to help, but she's too proud to do that. And I remember talking about remembering that scene. I know we're bouncing around, but that scene, I remember it vividly. Wow. Nothing spectacular about the memory. I just remember getting dressed and liking the outfit, (laughs) (laughs) even though it was like the tiger print dress and then the necklace and everything. And I just remember shooting quite a few of these scenes in this episode. Interesting. I, I don't know. There's certain yeah. certain episodes are more, and I wasn't For thinking sure. that I was going to remember episode or season three as much. Well, your character's really going through an arc in this episode of, you know, for the first time, like she's showing, your character, Julie was always so smart and, and so like, but she's showing this vulnerability, I think, that you hadn't shown in a while or. Yeah, and I think the writers were like, well, okay, so Julie's had all these things. Jimmy just left her. Now let's see what she does without everything. And that's a much more interesting storyline. And, you know, what kind of, there was something that triggered, and this is kind of an off the, off the episode topic, but th- that episode, or sorry, the scene where she curls up and cries and, and you feel sorry for her. Mm-hmm. I think that day was, you know what? I'll tell the story later. What? When we get to another scene. Okay, what? Because, well, because okay. then, because we get to, let's talk about Ryan and Marissa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just going to leave you on the edge of your seat. I know. What's it going to be? <laughs> Do tell. Because there's... Okay, we're still with Ryan and Marissa. So anyway, Julie, so she's going to move in with Summer, right? Yep. She's moving in with Summer. Yes. And this is, like you said, the first time that we get to see Summer's house and there were so many memories there. And that this was actually off of Canaan Road. The um, oh. Yes, it was. In... That is exactly yes. what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't near the beach. No. They well, it it's on like the it. other it side. Was. It was on the valley side, right? It's closer. Okay. It's closer to the 101, yeah. just shortly off of Canaan Road. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Which was actually, and we shot there till the end of season four. Oh, so we, that's probably why I remember it so well. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were there a lot. Because <laughs> Gorgeous house, by the way, too. Like, it yeah. it oh photographs God. really, really nice. It photographs nice. Because the, the Cohen's house is a McMansion up on the hill. It's supposed to be like Pelican Cove in Newport Beach. And this house was a little bit older and I think it was, and, and just, it just photographed beautifully. Mm-hmm. Meaning in, in real life, it was in shambles? Well, it, okay. Let's not, let's just, let's just move no, on. it was fine. <laughs> was it haunted? Just no. tell us. Was yeah, it haunted? Basically, no, no, what we want to a... know is were there ghosts? Yes. No. <laughs> no, it was a really nice house. Gosh, of course it was. I just can't imagine how much we, how, for how much we shot there. It's, you know, for a for a, a family, they have to kind of let us shoot there for a number of, like, how we shot there. And, and it's it's to have a film crew come in. It's very, I would think, invasive. I don't know. Very invasive. Do we know? Were they big fans of the show? I think they yeah, were. Yeah, because oh. that would be the coolest thing. If you have kids who are huge yeah. fans of the show, and they're like, it, our house is Summer's house, and that would be worth I, it. I feel That's like I point. remember talking with the the owners from time to time. We, we all became friendly. Because the show was very popular. And I think it was... And also, it can be very lucrative. And if anything happens to your house, the film crew pays for it. Yeah, yeah. if you dent the fridge, you get a brand new fridge. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Not such a bad deal. They scratch the floor, you get a whole new floor. Really? But then you're not living in your house. So I'm that's like, wait, hard too. should I let my house go? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you can... Anybody can list their house for production. On a, yeah. a website, especially. Listen, we are yeah. here to help people on this podcast. <laughs> we got ideas. <laughs> if you want to make some money, 10 you grand a day. Money. Is that what it is? It can be. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on how. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Listen, this is what this is about, right? Um, okay, so, yes. Newport so we, Union, there's a bully, Heather. Casey's super nice. She's forming this friendship with Johnny, and Ryan is getting jealous. And I understand why he's jealous. Well, yeah, because she called, she said, because Heather said, um, she said, I'm sorry about yesterday. And she was like, oh, okay, no. She's like, because thank goodness you didn't shoot me. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So now, And the, then it yep. makes her run away and cry. The cat's out and of the And Johnny bag. tries to console her. Right. And thank God this is in the time of flip phones and before <laughs> social media. Right. And all of that, because I mean, there there's bullying in person, but like now everyone has to deal with cyberbullying, which know, is so much worse. Awful. But can we talk about the flip phones for just one minute? Absolutely. Because there's something so satisfying about shutting a flip phone oh, after yeah. a phone call. Yeah. You just snap it closed <laughs> and there's like power in that. And it's not as cool to have a, uh, you know, iPhone and just be like, 
beep. No. Okay, we're done. The satisfaction. And touch it. Absolutely. Yes, Hanging up on so somebody much like, more dramatic. Quick, motherfucker. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, but I noticed in, in so many of the scenes, everyone's just like snapping their phone close. And I'm like, oh, do I need a flip phone again? Yeah, Maybe I do. I do. That's for sure. I got a lot of people <laughs> so Ryan, to hang up on. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan sees from his vantage point, he sees... Johnny's arm over Marissa, and it looks maybe a little bit it intimidating. It looks intimate. To, or intimate or even intimidating. And so he runs up with the wrong idea. And she's crying. And she's crying. And right. she basically, you know, he he clocks the whole situation incorrectly and embarrasses her. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised Marissa was so pissed off and walked away. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you agree? I thought that I had the same some thought Some people were like, oh, yeah, so, you know, he, fuck, he fucked up, basically. I, yeah, I agree. I don't think he overreacted. I think I understand she's, why he thought the situation was happening. Right. But she, I think, is on high alert because already she's crying. And then it's her first day of school. She's getting, getting kicked out of her house. Like, there's so much happening. Right. So then maybe we can justify her reaction. Right, mm-hmm. right. No, and everybody's just being human and flawed. Yeah. You know. Or in misjudging situations. Right. But she she walks, you know, yes, you're so right. Because what we have to do as audiences, if, we're, if we are going to dissect this, think about everything that's gone on with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, especially when you have trauma, mm-hmm. how we all just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, and I keep saying there's nobody's getting therapy on this show. Right. And so things are going to be very, very either misjudged or misconstrued or feelings are going to get hurt and they're highly emotional and it makes for wonderful melodrama. Yes. And of course, <laughs> and on top of that, you're a freaking teenager in high school, which is hard. At a new it's school. So hard. At a new school. Oh my oh gosh. My can I tell you, see, my daughter went to, she went to Oakwood and then she went to Notre Dame. Yeah. She was not happy that I moved her. Mm. And oh, even really? though she, it, yeah, she was like, I always had it as a plan, but it was, she wanted to go to the same school right. since kindergarten all the right. way through and that's what I kind of equate the har- the Harbor kids doing. Uh-huh. But it was one of the better things for her. But she was so upset. Mm-hmm. And, and it's such a big deal to do that. But Marissa, I see her being very brave. Yes, and then very brave. And be, be a target like that. And, you know, it you got to feel for the girl. And but but so lucky that she has some very, very lovely was how, so You're was, welcome. Yeah, we yeah. were really nice and invited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think, yeah, we were definitely extremely nice and welcoming. And then um, I, what I love so much about Casey's character is she's not necessarily intimidated by Marissa. She invites her in immediately yeah. and isn't she's like, hey, girl. what are you doing right. talking to my boyfriend? She's like, hey, yeah, yeah come on in. Let's hang and whatever. Yeah. Um, Chili's hilarious and He's annoying like, and <laughs> making all those comments. Well, I love you. Um, which yeah. he was, I feel like Johnny Lewis just naturally was always like that too. So We should mention um, yeah. that Johnny Lewis was a very young, talented, wonderful addition to the cast. I thought he was such a lovely, like, it, it was like they were the new Ryan and Seth of the, yeah. like they wanted to have show the equal versions of, of Ryan and Seth at the school. And um, unfortunately, we all know that he had an, um, unfortunately passed in t- 2012. And it's, it's an, it's a sad situation for those of you who don't know, I suggest you look it up. It's public record that he died under um, very terrible circumstances. He was a troubled man. And somebody and he was very, a very and, close friend of Adam Brody's, and he's playing the Seth as well. Yeah. Um, so we knew Johnny back then anyway. And yes, it's um, a very tragic story that we don't have to get into detail. Like you said, no. about his death was not indicative to who he is, I yeah. think. And that's a good way to put it. Right. He was such a lovely person. Out of respect for, this, for the victim, we understand the chat. The tragedy, but right. at the same time, we want to at least acknowledge that that happened, right. and um, that it was it was hard. It was a hard thing to know to hear about. So, that being said, he was a wonderful addition to the cast, and it was fun to work with them. I oh I'd imagine. my gosh, it was so much fun, and they were so lovely. And like I said, we were kind of this threesome that entered into this whole new experience. And um, I will always remember. I, I will always have such fond memories of our time together while we were shooting. It yeah. was really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> so, so now, when so when you guys pick her up, um, so you know, so she she says, um, you guys invite her to spend some time after school, 
Um, she calls Ryan. Ryan says no problem, even though he's waiting for her. He's like giving her space. Which is really sweet. You yeah. see the heartbreak on him. He sees her with us walking away. And he's like, no, I'm just leaving. I'm not even there yet. You know, and he's watching her walk away, which is like, you can imagine it's almost like a parent watching their kid walk away or something like that. And he's just so lovely to her. Yeah, yeah. It's a and, good boyfriend. Yeah. And then he, he, he is wants a good to boyfriend. go... He he invites her out to a movie, and I don't understand this line. We can beat up the usher and get milk duds. Do you understand that? <laughs> I, I guess it was just a joke when he says, "Come on, let's go to the movies. We can beat up the usher and get some milk duds." I I mean, I get the milk duds. I love milk duds, but why do you have to beat the usher up to get know. the milk duds? <laughs> not I guess it must not be an inside joke that Maybe. Ryan and Marissa have that we don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but she says she's going to um, do some homework, which is fine. He gives her her space again, but then. You know, he says um, he gets the the idea that, you know, Seth gives him this talking to. And he said, it seems to be some kind of an emotional thing. Do you want to spill? Do you want to share with me? And he says, he explains the situation. And Seth was like, okay, yeah, it's not rocket science. Just, just apologize. By the way, I love Seth in this episode. He's not being as self-centered as he normally is. He's kind of just there for everybody. And Ryan, of course, says, okay, let's go surprise her. And she's taking off because you guys are taking her, dragging her mm-hmm. way to the dance. We, we drug her away to the dance, which is like what a good friends do, honestly. We were, yeah. I feel like had we explored that storyline more, they would have been really good friends because they're like, hey, it's a new school. you got to go to a dance, mm-hmm. which by the way, Summer has really good advice for Marissa too when they're hanging by the pool. She's like, no, it's social suicide. Right. You need to go to the yeah. school dance, right. which is so true. And I yep. think we're all kind of like trying to help her through it. And um, I'm happy she went. But then it's so sweet because she says at the end that she wishes Ryan was there the whole time yeah. and that she just wanted him to be there. Yeah, right. she says, I don't, I can't do my life without you oh, or wow. something like that. Isn't that, I can't That's remember really the sweet. exact quote. Yeah. But it was funny because I, I watched the show with the subtitles. So when, when Ryan comes up with Seth and he's like, oh, I thought she was doing homework, uh, makes a comment about surprise drop-ins. And as Ryan and Marissa are coming up, you can see it wasn't, you couldn't hear it, but the subtitle of you guys going, some of uh, Chili or somebody says, he looks mad. And Chili goes, I think that's his look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like these oh, little that's comments. Such a good line. Yeah, but you can't hear it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love the subtitles always reveal more than what they're you. saying. That is but, funny. But then again, it was like, it was a very interesting thing where you guys come out and, and Summer says, like, sorry, sorry for man. the confusion. He's like, <laughs> sorry, yeah, man. woman, a little heads up. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about the Seth and Summer and the Taylor because I like this storyline very much. Oh, it's my God. Good one. So much. Taylor. It's a good one. Yeah. I could, I, I, of course, remembered this. I remembered Taylor and her storyline. I did remember this. But watching it, I was so mad. Because, like... It's so good, though. It's so good. It's such a great storyline. Taylor totally <laughs> dupes Summer. She gets her good. She gets her I good. I felt bad why? for you. I felt really bad yeah. for you because you 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 go out on a limb and you're like, okay, you're right. You don't want someone to just put have a nice summer in your yearbook. No right. one deserves that. Okay, fine. You can join the committee. You're really sweet. No one likes summer. You're giving her the benefit of the doubt. And then all of a sudden, she stabs you in the back. You know mm-hmm. why she fell for it? Because she's telling the truth. Taylor really right. doesn't have friends. No. She really doesn't have self-esteem. Right. Or right. she really has bad self-esteem. And those, those, all of those, everything she said to Summer is actually true. Yes. And then when she says, go help so-and-so with an octagon, she goes, she really is a pinhead. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Autumn Reeser is just the, so wonderful. She's in this so show. good in this. She is so good at that so character. So good too. at that character. Yeah. Too good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And you know, this whole... Thing playing Dean. out. I just, I love when Summer gets mad. <laughs> and I because love- Because she kind of reverts to like, skank. Yeah. That's not the only word she can <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just like blurts it all out. <laughs> but just when she catches her and Dean Hess. Oh, yeah. it's war. It is war. It, it makes me want to immediately watch the next episode. Me too, I mean, right? and this is in the time before binge watching. Well, so I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, what are you going to do? How are you going to handle this? Because you hadn't even told Seth yet. Right. You I were at not. the school dance. Right. Not yet. And the school dance that she took all credit for. That Summer I did. I know. And then she named it the end of okay, summer. That is oh. the single best line oh. of the episode. When oh. she goes, officially <laughs> the end of summer. Best dialogue. I revert to summer and I'm like, oh. No. Okay. Oh no, she didn't. No, 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 no. Like I want to like, go after her. 
<laughs> She's the human tsunami. And I love when Seth says, I had to make her take a jog around the school or something. <laughs> okay, I have one issue with this episode, though. So yes. Seth show, shows up at the Newport Union dance with <laughs> On the streamers because and, what the, did, and the punch bowl. But what did he do? He calls Ryan and makes the worst suggestion. I just don't want you to think that this is the time when I was going to lose her and... And I uh, should have done something. Yes. Way to plant the seed. Plant the seed. And he's like, shows up with a skateboard yeah. as if he skateboarded yeah. from one dance to the other. Yeah. Not sweaty, not out of breath. I'm like, okay, guys, come on. Yep. Could we not have come up with like maybe another solution? I don't know. But that did, was my one thing. Did yep. you hear the improv from Adam Brody though? No. What Where he, he goes, uh, he goes, can I have a ride? Because my left leg isn't working too well right now or something <laughs> okay, like that. Okay, well then I like it because then it's funny. <laughs> At least he tried he to, yeah. He tried to make he it. He tried to like he make tried it to work. save it. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. makes me feel like maybe he had that same uh, question. For sure. He did. For sure he did. Knowing Brody, he for sure had that question. <laughs> okay, but the kiss, can I just say the kiss was like, the way they shot it, so you see her and you can see that she's kissing someone. Mm. And it was kind of great the way they shot it because... Going back to Taylor and Dean Hess. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because because later on, you know, we find out later on that 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 Seth is like, are you sure you saw what you saw? Mm. Um, but it was shot and it that's the only conclusion. Of course right. it was him. Right. But for a moment, you're like... It was, right? There's no there's no question about it. It's so taboo, too. It's like, I know. wait a minute. Taylor, Miss, like, Miss Pris, who follows all the rules, uh-huh. is like not, is going to do that. And by the way, how old is Taylor? Like, do we know? Yeah, like, is it this, makes is sense. Is this borderline? Like, like, at least Luke and Julie, they, they say made Luke, Luke was 18. 18. Yes. <laughs> they say that. This is a yeah. pretty big deal. I know. Yeah, but, you know, and also the dean before that, I mean, he really is... But he says, meet me in the locker room. We're going to clean up the locker room. And, and Seth is like, this is like prison labor. All I, I was like, oof, this is like a bit much. Like, when do you go to your parents and say, I'm being, yeah, you know, right. tortured I'm, I'm with by this you. guy? And I, my, my theory is that Dean Hess is just jealous of all of Seth and all these young kids getting all these cute girls. <laughs> so clearly, right? Yeah, for sure. Or he's under, well, you know, there was something else because I didn't, something about, and then when, when, well, the other thing that happens is Taylor manipulates her and says, I heard now that they're friends, oh, yeah. I heard right. that Dean's going to um, suspend Seth yeah. if he if we don't give it up. And Seth walks up and says, what? And she's like, uh, Dr. Bootylicious was <laughs> caught. And I'm like, Bootyopolis or Bootylicious? Bo- Bootyopolis. Bootylicious. What's Bootyopolis? It's, like, it's a song. Up, it is? I thought it was a made up DJ name. Dr. Bootyopolis. Well, and then you say she, she was on a pedophile. And then you later on say she, so I don't, I was wondering what what that reference is. This is Hmm. a Josh Schwartz question. Interesting. We have questions. Maybe they had a different name in in the original script and then it wasn't All of these things are little Easter eggs that, Uh you know, we have Inside jokes for sure. It's like on the outside. Yes. It's like a... I like to try and solve them and I don't get them every time, but that's okay. <laughs> it's also from 2005. Seth has the best yeah. voicemail, by the way. He's like, it's 2005, you know what to do. And I was like, oh, wow, it's Oh my God, that's great. That's what the, <laughs> yes, that's, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I'm so excited to see this storyline develop with the Taylor, Dean Hess, Summer, Seth, the Harbor situation. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. And I mean, I, I have to give you credit for that school dance because you did most of the planning. Thank you. You didn't get it in the episode, it was but we're going to give it to you right set. now. Thank you. It was really so cool. much. How about Endless You're Summer? Welcome. Thank you yeah, very there much. There you go. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Endless Summer. <laughs> well, you know, and then, so Seth um, and Ryan go back to the dance and they see that she's, he just, he they see that she's happy, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And walk away just in time and and Marissa thinks she may have seen something or you see that, but she didn't see him. And of course, she's back at his pool house. And she says, like you said, I just kept imagining you there. And then they make a deal about um, the next song on the radio is our is our song. And I don't know what that first song was. Maybe it's Dr. Bootylicious. <laughs> well, maybe it was Booty, Bootylicious because that is a song. Yeah. But um, yeah. But, I don't Isn't think that, it was. Is but, it Destiny's Child? I don't know. We'd I couldn't remember. Back. Beyonce? I couldn't remember. But then the second song <laughs> is, is wonderful. It's Forever Young by Youth Group. So it's a cover of Forever Young. 
Uh-huh. And this is what the OC does so well at the end of every episode. You guys recap all the storylines with this awesome song. I mean, the music is a huge part of this show. Yes. And you guys recap all these amazing storylines with these great montages to these great songs. And that's what kicks it off. Yeah. For yeah. this episode. This was so good. Forever Young was my parents' wedding song, I believe. They are no was longer together. Really? But <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love this song. Forever Why do I feel like Josh Schwartz knew that and then put this in the episode? I feel like he does stuff like that he, all the time. He definitely so, does. <laughs> so Alex Patsavas said that they asked youth group to do this cover for these for the OC. Oh, they wow. did they they did a lot of that on this. Oh, I believe it. Um that was actually the end. I mean, that goes into that montage of Summer and Seth dancing and Kirsten and Sandy having a picnic dinner and Julie crying. But that was the end of it. But we did want to mention that there was this um, thing going on that we found out about Kirsten and Charlotte. (laughs) So we're now finding, you know, Kirsten is now back and she's doing, she and Sandy, they're getting back and she's, she's planting an herb garden. And I got to say something when she says, Ooh, you know, do you want to take a shower? Kelly does sexy really well. With the, you know, like she, the way she grabbed him, and he's, she's like, I was it like, it was nice. I didn't re- remember the them being sexy, but in this episode, their relationship is, and she's got a good understated sexy. She doesn't try too hard. Yeah, but yeah. she's sexy. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. And I also love that we're not just, you know, she takes off. She has this whole thing about, um, you know, when Charlotte calls her for lunch, and then um, she meets her, and. It's so funny, though. So, you know, she's talking about selling the Newport group. And then when they meet for lunch, Charlotte, I'm just out of rehab, but will you give me $2 million for to to invest? It was a little, like, not subtle. They just... And you see Kelly's face that she's on to her. Thank God. She kind of goes, it feels like she should. Or at the very least, it's inappropriate. Like, I don't have that kind of money. And um, no... I'm not that good of a friend. And also, she just politely... I mean, we never get to hear exactly what Kirsten's thinking. Right. right. But she's, she basically says, yeah, no. Well, there <laughs> could have been, like, good small talk in front of that. And it actually could have been, like, them getting to know each other. And then also, the next scene would have been her asking for the money. Right. But they were like, just get to the point. Let's just have her ask for the money. Yeah. And- I mean, we found out that it, it feels like... It feels like the... Well admittedly, because I've read about it and I've heard about this, that that they were told to add a female character. And you can kind of tell that the writers weren't, it feels like they weren't that interested in the storyline or it just doesn't feel... And then the delivery boy who delivers the flowers <laughs> and is like the well, guy because, she makes out with yeah. in the end. And then they they assume the audience won't remember that. So then her <laughs> line is, and she loved the flowers, by the way, like yeah. to remind right. the audience that yeah. he was right. the delivery boy. Well, they right. featured his face so that you can yeah. see it. And we find out, we find out what the con actually was, that they spent 30 grand to go to rehab to to mark to get a mark on this person and that they picked the wrong person. I was like, oh, they're not very good at this. <laughs> but um, but she, when she has lunch with her and she kind of plants this seed about, you know, selling it and, oh, you're trying to get the, get rid of the last vestiges of your, of your dad. But this all kind of leads up to what I wanted to say, that I really appreciate that Kirsten, when Sandy finds her at Newport Group, that she wasn't off going to drink. She wasn't off her oregano. But we do see, she's not talking about Rebecca. See, ever since she went to rehab, we see she's not talking about Rebecca, which she was talking about. She's talking about her dad. And we all know, and it's, whether it's Freud or your therapist tomorrow, which I'll find out, is we have daddy issues. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And it's a real thing. And she's realizing that my dad was there. I could never reach him. And she's still processing something that's very real. And mm-hmm. I appreciate the show for not just gliding over what Kirsten's been through and, you know, and and that she needed to just say goodbye. Right. So I, I appreciated that. Yes. And, 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 and Sandy is the most patient husband on the planet. <laughs> He's the most patient husband and the best husband and then just shows up with a picnic. And I it's mean, like, how about we have a picnic? And I'm like, just, oh, my God. And they're getting back to, when you think about the whole season two, when you think about season two, everybody was apart. And now everybody's back together. And I was reflecting on all of the villains are now new people. Right. Coming at our core right. cast. 
Yeah. Right. So that's, I mean, I think it's, I know Josh doesn't necessarily like this season, but I like it. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, I... I think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I shouldn't make that broad statement, but... But yeah, no, there's just new, a lot of new things being introduced. Obviously, how the season ends, I'm not looking forward to. But uh, I am into it. I'm remembering some of it. So it's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> and and it, we're now at Summer's house, which is like, you guys have the most fond memories of that <laughs> yeah. whole experience. Do you fond remember pancakes? Or regretful. Pancakes at the house. Of course, I remember my bunny. Oh, she, I don't yeah. remember it being at that house, though. I remember yeah. being on stage and like ducks were built and I'm like craw- crawling through ducks. Like D-U-C-T-S is what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, but why were ducks built? I, so that you didn't like step on the floor? Is there like an earthquake episode or something? Is that right? The earthquake episode? Is there an earthquake episode? Are you talking about quack quack ducks or ducks? I said D-U-C-T-S. <laughs> not to be confused with ducks. Not to be confused with ducks. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. uh, so what I, what I remember from this episode, yeah. and I, it's either this episode specifically or one after. Do you remember when Ellen came to the stage? DeGeneres? Ellen DeGeneres. No. Was, she was like in her second or third season. Remember when we did that? her show? The whole cast? No. Rachel. <laughs> there, I have many okay. issues, people. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the show was Ellen did a special thing where one of the fan. It was a one of the fans, a super fan, got to. It, she surprised a super fan and drove her to the set of the OC, and she, and they got to meet Ben, and Cute. they came on the set, and it just so happened that I'd finished working. And so I took Ellen and her crew around the set kind of as a tour guide. And I feel like we, and, and I said, this is where Julie just cried and, and in this <laughs> motel room. And then we went on set and Ben and Misha were doing this, the dance. And ah. they were there and they got to see that. And then as a cast, we went on her show. Cool. And you can watch all that on YouTube. That's so fun. So, I'll I feel look like that would be a show that would be so fun to go on. Yeah. Did you play any <laughs> cool games? I'm not asking you, Rachel, because you don't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, we just had a quick talk. We weren't, we had the whole cast on and we didn't get the, we didn't get the whole episode. Wow. <laughs> we got well, one I segment. feel like I'm on the set here on, uh, in the pool house right now. <laughs> super anyway. fan over here. So exactly. that's well, speaking, that episode. Yeah, that's that episode. And speaking of super fans, we have a couple of uh, super fans, you know, fans that called in with questions for you. Yay. Oh, Woo-hoo. I'm glad. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, I'm so excited for this episode. I'm grinning from ear to ear. (laughs) So I have a question for Kayla. I just wanted to ask what, if you have a process and what it is um, to prepare for your auditions, I would love to know that. And also, I'm obsessed with Directionally Challenged. Absolutely love it. You've helped me through so much and I'm just so grateful. So thank you so much. And I love you, Melinda and Rachel as well. Thank Bye, you. guys. And this is Liana. <laughs> oh my gosh, Liana you. is amazing. You're incredible. Thanks, Liana, for that question and um, all the love and for wa- and for listening directionally challenged. Yeah. Yes. Um, a process. Yes, of course. I feel like every person has a their, every actor has a different process. It mine is obviously developed and become more what it is now. But at that point, I'm trying to remember what my process was. I think it was make sure you memorize because I was still new to acting and I would get really nervous. And so I remember there were times when I would screen test for something and a lot of the dialogue would go out of my brain and I would get so nervous. So for me, it was really pound the dialogue into your head at that point. And um, like I said, specifically for the character Casey, uh, it was familiar and very similar to, I think, who I am as a person. So I don't know if there was a lot of backstory necessary because I grew up in the same city. I went to the same type of schools and all of that. So it felt very familiar to who I am. But um, yeah, I think for me, it was mainly managing nerves was the big hurdle that I had to kind of step over um, and then maybe not get so sweaty during makeout scenes. (laughs) Well, don't you think that, I mean, because a lot of times auditions can be within a day or two. And the only thing we can do is the most important thing is for me, it's memorizing that dialogue 
because I'm not a good look down mm-hmm. and see it kind yeah. of person. Yeah, and sometimes it's 14 pages, so it's a lot. And right. yes, you're telling a story, but maybe you're not telling a story you're so familiar with and all of that. Um, but for the role of Casey, there was a lot of fun. There wasn't a lot of, um, yeah. it wasn't emotionally draining. It wasn't a lot of things that um, obviously other roles have had. But um, specifically for that one, I think I was, I knew I would be nervous because I was such a fan of the show. So it was pounding that dialogue into my head. And thankfully it worked. So that's good. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, my name is Kayla, just like you. And my question is, how do you relate to your character on the show? Like, what are your similarities and differences? First off, congrats on the awesome name. Your parents are so smart. I could use some of that because I have a baby boy and we do not know what to name him, guys. So any boy names, throw them at me. I'm totally open to baby (laughs) Bolton. Oh, I love it. Could you imagine? Um, Yeah, so I relate to my character a lot. There were Casey surfs in it and I grew up surfing. I got my first board when I was 16 um, and loved it. My brother's a really good surfer. My dad would go out with him all the time. So there were a lot of similarities. I love being able to shoot on the beach. I think shooting on the beach is so nice because there is something so relaxing about the ocean and the sand and being on that. And so a lot of our scenes took place, not in this episode, but a lot of scenes um, in this uh, episodes coming up were on the Mm -hmm. water. And who can complain when you're in a wetsuit, on the water, shooting a hit show? Life is good. So there were a lot of similarities (laughs) uh, between Kayla and Casey. You should get on Fantasy Island in Puerto Rico. Ooh. Is I, that a, that's a reality show, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay. That's what CG said. What? <laughs> is it, is no, it a reality not show? Not Love no? Island. No, the TV oh. show on Fox, they shoot on, they shoot in Puerto Rico on the water. Stop it. Uh, yeah. I Wait, just came did back you say Love that. Island? Oh my God. You're talking about Fantasy she, Island. Yes. And she said, is that a reality show? And oh, I said, fantasy. no. You're but, saying that's Love Island. Sorry. Got it. Wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're on a new show called Fantasy Island? So it's a show from the <laughs> 70s that's a remake okay. on Fox. Oh my God. I can't wait to watch. Yeah. No, I just did a um, one episode. Who cares? No, you're going to be back. Don't you worry. <laughs> no one just uses Melinda Clark <laughs> for right. one episode. Just wait. <laughs> but it is on the beach. I was like, I can't believe I'm sitting here in Puerto Rico and we're just, anyway. Oh so, my God. Yeah, so no, that's, that's yeah, there, are, there are pinch me moments yeah. as actors. That's definitely yeah, one yeah, of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you are just so lovely we, and refreshing. Yes, this and was so glowing. fun, you guys. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. You know, when you're pregnant, there's not much you can do. So hang out. <laughs> with you guys is so fun. I also noticed something. You and I got married on the exact <gasps> same date, September Wait. 12, 2015. No way. Yes. Hey. Oh my gosh. I didn't I know like, that. That's yeah. amazing. Well, now it's going to be so easy to remember your wedding anniversary. I know, so I'm just right? going to text you and be <laughs> right. like, hey, happy wedding anniversary. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so, by the way, you guys, it's so fun to see you because when we recorded Directionally Challenged, we were all virtual. Yeah. Right. It's so fun to see you in I person. Know. It's been yeah. so long. I wish I, I was there. You have I'm so sorry, many fond I'm memories. Not. We miss you. I know. No, it's okay. I'm just glad you're healthy and good. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Aw. Yeah. Thank you so much for thanks, guys. coming on. You were so fun. So awesome. And congratulations. Yes. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like to watch us, check us out on YouTube. Bye. Bye, bitches. (laughs) 